the Ortho PAC hosted by Sam Dyer. Welcome to the Ortho PAC where we discuss up-to-date orthopedic topics for the busy clinician. I invite you to sit back and relax as I attempt to fill in the gaps between education, current events, and real-world practice. Welcome listeners. It's already time for the annual meeting in Indianapolis, August 21st through the 25th. Today I have Scott Jolman and Sarah Bolander. Scott's retired colonel from the U.S. Army and is the conference chair for the PAOS annual meeting. Scott, welcome to the podcast once again. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Sarah is helping us with our with many things actually, but uh, right now she's coordinating the workshops for the meeting, and I wanted to have her on to talk a little bit about that. Um, Sarah, welcome back. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you, and we're excited for Indianapolis, too. Scott, can you touch on some of the general sessions? Yes, the workshops being on Monday, Tuesday through Friday is the main general session. We start uh, roughly uh, 8 o'clock. Some days there's a 7.30 start, but it usually goes till 4 or 4.30. Our goal is to stay as comprehensive within orthopedics as we can. So we like to get a presentation uh, or two within each of the areas to include um, pediatric orthopedics, sports, reconstructive surgical options with joint arthroplasty, uh, spine. And so what we attempt to do is we try to lump in uh, like areas within um, either the morning or the afternoon sessions of general session. Sometimes it's hard and difficult to do that uh, just with scheduling conflict, but um, what you can anticipate is that you're going to have a very comprehensive lineup from some very reputable surgeons within the community. We're getting surgeons from Indiana University, from uh, Ortho Indy, from Forte Sports Medicine, um, surgeons that uh, support major league and national sport teams. And so we're, we're excited that we have a good lineup going. It should be captivating and enticing for, for anybody that wants some good knowledge update. So you hear that from Scott. Scott's putting together the talk. So we've got a lot of speakers that we haven't had before. But when you look at the meeting itself, just the content, I mean, we have the lectures, but we have workshops. And Sarah's coordinating that workshop portion. So Sarah, tell us about the workshops. How does all that work? Well, I love that you're highlighting the workshops right now. Um, obviously, this is my passionate part about the conference. I, I'm a huge advocate for ongoing education, but the workshops give us this unique opportunity to really get hands-on exposure or at least small interactive groups to really get down there and understand the different components that we're offering. So we've not only offered some of the same very popular workshops every year, but we continue to add and increase these workshops based on interest from our previous attendees. So uh, this year we have some of our basics, um, which we bring back every year uh, due to popular demand. And that includes casting and splinting, which is really the basics. It goes through all the different um, types of, of cast and splints, and then they get to spend most of the time in hands-on um, and putting them on each other. So it, it's pretty engaging. It's very fun. Um, some of the others that we've brought back is graph preparation um, as well. And we have both an introduction and an intermediate graph prep. So we really are trying to make sure that you feel comfortable. Either you could attend the introduction and then go ahead and do intermediate if you're doing a lot with graph preparation or feel more comfortable in one of the workshops versus the other. So we'll be offering both of those this year. 
We also have fracture fixation, which is always very popular depending on the morning or the afternoon workshop. They're both mostly focused on introductory, but very different in, in some of the, the um, types that they're going to be approaching. Another one uh, that we keep bringing back are all our different exams for different extremities. For example, we always do an upper and lower extremity. This year for our upper, we're going to do a shoulder exam. Um, and this is going to include not only content around how to perform different shoulder techniques, as we know, there's lots of specialized techniques that go in around the shoulder, but also some injection techniques, which we're really looking forward to as well. And similarly, we'll be doing that with the knee for our lower extremity workshop. So it'll be focused on all the specialized um, exams uh, for the knee and common conditions in the knee, and then also an injection component to that as well. A new one that we're bringing on this year is, is an exam of the spine. So I really am looking forward to that. I think this is definitely a need um, from some of our attendees that are doing more and more spine. So I'm excited to bring that on this year. Beyond that, uh, we are also bringing on another new workshop, which is our imaging workshop. We've always tried to do a smaller session on some interpretation of basic imaging, but this year we're going to actually provide it in a workshop format where you'll be able to go at different stations and learn more about shoulder and elbow or the hip and pelvis or ankle and foot. We'll also have a ped station and a spine station. So we're really excited to offer a, a very small interactive session where you can be engaged in interpreting radiology, which I think is so important, of course, in orthopedics. And I can't forget, obviously, our biggest workshop and our most popular, and I mention it because it's the one that fills up the quickest, which is ultrasound. We're providing that both in the morning and the afternoon, and we're very excited about this. It always fills up. We have some incredible facilitators that provide this every year, as we do for all of our other workshops, but it fills up pretty quick. So when you ask about kind of timing for registration, the registration is open now. We're really encouraging everyone to, you know, register early because when it comes to workshops, it really is a first come first serve type of opportunity. So we want you to be engaged early and be able to participate in these hands on workshops that I think are extremely valuable. I also want to mention some of our more unique opportunities that we have that I think are just absolutely incredible that PAOS is able to offer this to our attendees. Um, for example, one of them is focused on health equity. And so we have moving patient care forward. It's a it's practical strategies to promote health equity, specifically in orthopedics. And our, our speaker for this, this workshop session is really wanting to engage with the attendees and help them find solutions and health equity in their settings. And she presents on this topic nationally. She's very well recognized for this. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. We also have some additional smaller mini sessions uh, that are offered throughout the week at different opportunities. We have a PA primer where we have panelists of seasoned PAs that can share their experience and expertise. It's a great time to ask questions and kind of find out those, those struggles you don't even know you're going to have until you until someone else has been through it. And some really great strategies on the kind of how to overcome those and the resources you need. Plus, it's a 
it's a room full of mentors, people that are willing to support you in that transition if you're either new to being a PA or new to orthopedics. I think that's a great opportunity for both. Um, we also are offering another mini session later in the week that's opportunities beyond patient care. What we're seeing is a huge trend of PAs looking for other opportunities, whether it's in leadership, administration, education. Uh, there's a lot of growth in medical science liaison and industry support or working within insurances. And so we wanted to provide an opportunity to, to talk to other PAs that have done that, that have gone outside of just um, their typical daily patient care opportunities, but also have, are working in these incredible uh, other roles where they're still utilizing their skills as a PA. So if you're interested in leadership or these other opportunities beyond clinical practice, then I think this might be a great session for you to join as well. Wow, that's a lot. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff to do. We got some, you know, treasured oldies, so to speak, that we've been doing mm -hmm. for years that people love. And we got a lot of new stuff. If you're interested in some of these workshops, you need to register right away because it's first come, first serve. And Sarah, you're going to have to help me with this. I don't know. Are there wait lists if, if it's full and or on that same idea? What if somebody signs up and decides, oh, gosh, I need to I can't do that or I want to switch. I really need that instead. What happens if you need to switch? How does that happen? Great questions. I, I absolutely think that we want to include as many as we can. And please join the wait list if it's already full, because that gives us an idea of what the interest level is. And sometimes we're able to expand these or look for ways to include um, additional attendees. So please join the wait list if you have, um, if you have interest and they're currently full. Um, right now, there's still plenty of openings for all the workshops. But if for some reason you decide you change your mind or there's a different workshop that maybe interests you, we can definitely accommodate you and work with you to, to shift the schedule around and make sure that you're attending the one that's going to fit best for kind of your interest level at this time. And please keep in mind when uh, we do try to facilitate everybody's requests and get everybody in, but, you know, we have room limits and uh, fire marshals say we can only have so many people in certain rooms. So we, we do the best we can. Um, and we do accommodate most everybody, most every time, but your best bet to get what you want is to sign in early and to register and to get signed up on the workshop, get on the list right away. Like Sarah said, the registrations are open. Uh, so we want to get you in there and we're looking forward to Indianapolis. Sarah, any other thoughts on workshops? agree with getting in there early and and please be aware that we try really hard to keep these ratios down where we have um, sufficient facilitators to really feel like you can have the entire experience um, with the hands-on or the small interactive sessions that you you feel like you're engaged throughout the entire session um, and so that's why we also kind of limit these sizes you're right about the room sizes and those things but as well we want to make sure that this is a, a great opportunity and not just the similar kind of lecture format. We want you to be engaged and 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 enjoy that interactive component. And I, you know, love the idea about branching out. Networking is huge. One of the biggest things with the annual meeting is being able to network and talk to other people and see what they're doing and what you're doing and kind of compare notes and that sort of thing. So that that's all very important. Can you talk some about the poster presentations? We're continually trying to grow our poster presentation portion of the conference as well. And so we encourage anybody that has any 
ongoing or completed research that they want to get out at the conference, please touch base with us. Contact information is on the website uh, at uh, PAOS. What we typically do is during lunch hours, uh, we have poster boards that are up with the presenters themselves uh, around for questions and answers uh, for the attendees. Also, this year, we're going to incorporate some podiums uh, for poster presenters that want to present their research in front of the general session audience. And so we're excited to continue to grow this and we look for more interest. And so please contact us in regards to that. We, yeah, I'm excited. I, I, you know, my first time to Indianapolis. So, and it's a PAOS first time. Scott, tell us about Indianapolis. Why did the selection committee decide on Indianapolis this year? Yes, sir. We're very excited about Indianapolis. There's a lot to offer in the town. There's a bunch of social activity opportunities as well as just um, outside activities that you can partake in that are easily accessible um, to the JW Marriott, uh, both within a walking distance and if you just wanted to hop in an Uber to get around real quick. The the zoo is right there that you can walk to. The river actually has a nice river walk that you can go walk and or run if you wanted to that goes down about two miles and then uh, loops right back around to the hotel. Additionally, there's a cultural trail that uh, has quite a few museums and many historical preservation sites that you can walk and uh, see, visit. Uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is uh, nearby driving distance. There's a museum that you can um, visit uh, right across from the hotel as well as Victory Field where Indianapolis Indians play, of which we have, uh, we're looking at a baseball game as well as um, tours with the Indianapolis Motor Speedway during the week of the conference for additional social activities for the attendees. There's also multiple restaurants and just nightlife venues that are available. We went and visited the Punch Bowl Social a couple months ago, and it's a phenomenal place where get a group of people together, sit down, eat some food. There's uh, everything from cornhole to pool tables to bowling alleys that you can partake in, karaoke if you want. Um, I'm very excited. There's a lot of opportunity outside of the conference, but the conference itself is always going to you know, be great for uh, knowledge uh, updates and learning. Um, but outside of that, just the networking and social activities is going to be huge. Sarah, what do you think about the JW Marriott in Indianapolis? The hotel itself is gorgeous. The accommodations there have been um, absolutely excellent. I've I've been lucky enough to stay there now several times for different reasons and um, always enjoy returning back. Uh, the location is great. It's it's an easy commute uh, from the airport, but also the location is right there downtown. So you've got probably around 300 different restaurants and breweries nearby. Um, there's some beautiful places to walk right there from the hotel. And so everything seems to be within walking distance or a very, you know, short ride. Um, but we also have some great things uh, for those that are coming with their families, for example, they have a great zoo and one of the best children's museums in the country. I've also heard some amazing things about historical monuments, some of their walkways. Um, there's just a lot of things really close by, which makes it a great location. That's great. A lot of our listeners don't know how much goes into one of these meetings, but it's a job. 
there, I mean, you got to request, uh, you know, funding proposals, you have to visit on site, you have many moving parts you have to talk with, there's food and beverages, room attrition, just tons of stuff. So Scott, are the registrations going well? I, I, I really want to emphasize to our listeners that you have to not only register for the meeting, you have to book your flight and you have to book your room. Those three separate things. As far as registration goes, registration is is going very well at this point. And I definitely would echo the same thing that you're saying. Please reserve your rooms uh, if you anticipate staying at the JW Marriott. We have a, a block room rate. And so once that block fills up, it's really hard to finagle any more rooms, uh, if at all. What else do you have for us? Any other uh, thoughts on Indianapolis? Um, The only other things I have is regards to some of our events that we have coming up. I I look forward to those too. So I always have to mention them because I think we have some great networking opportunities that will also occur outside of the conference as well. So I'm excited for all of those. Personally, I'm most excited for the Indy Motor Speedway and being able to attend that and the Kiss the Bricks. There, we have baseball, we have golf tournaments. We have so many opportunities for everyone to enjoy Indianapolis, but also enjoy this, this time with other PAs and orthopedics from all over the country and other providers that are excited and engaged and ready to branch out and maybe hopefully have a little bit of a break. <laughs> Great and well said, well said. We're looking forward to it. Everybody's excited about Indianapolis and we look forward to seeing you folks there. I'm excited to catch back up with everybody. Me, it's always a great time for, again, it's it's, it's great time for the academic portion for knowledge updates, but it's also is a, a good time just to get back in touch with colleagues that we don't get to see on a daily, weekly, or even monthly basis. And so it's our one opportunity that we uh, we get together and and be able to to catch up. So I lo- I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Scott, thanks for all your hard work. I know there's a lot that goes into this. How many helpers do you have with this? I'm just curious, just off the top of your head. I know you got a lot of people. I mean, you can't do this kind of thing by yourself. You got to have a team. So, no, yes, sir. Uh, no. You, you probably, but... What have 20, 30 people or more? Yeah, I would, I would say we at least have 35 um, individuals that are helping us um, get this conference together between Miss Elizabeth Dar and Miss Sarah Bolander as being some uh, um, heavy lifters on getting this conference together. We additionally have workshop facilitators, uh, leads, and we also have individuals that are working behind the scene throughout the entire week, ensuring that general session continues to move smoothly. Yeah, a lot of work, big team, uh, a lot of effort that goes into this, and it's worth it. Uh, you guys come and see us in Indianapolis, and I look forward to seeing you there, Scott. Yes, sir. We do, too. Scott, Sarah, thanks for coming on today. I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great time. Yeah, a lot of work, big team, uh, a lot of effort that goes into this, and it's worth it. Uh, you guys come and see us in Indianapolis. The conference is August 21st through the 25th. When you reserve your room, ask for the PAOS room block, and that will end on July the 19th or when the block is full. So you really want to register soon so you can get the room block rate. Now, we also have an early bird registration for the conference that runs through July the 31st. After the 31st, the registration rates go up. So I want to emphasize to everyone, remember, Because you register for the conference does not mean you have a hotel room. 
nor does booking a hotel room mean you're registered for the conference. You have to do both of those things. And um, we'll update you with further details as they come in. We look forward to seeing you there.